like me playing it acoustic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, baby. Yep, I can hear the difference. I can't hear you at all now. I'll provide some banter. We start Thursday. I'll be naked as fuck. This call is being recorded. Another week down, and Stefan, how far through the season are we? Oh, I would say. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> nice <laughs> nailed it halfway there halfway there 50 percent. yeah i went to play it and i accidentally clicked like to the left of it and it moved the clip back <laughs> oh. <laughs> whoa <laughs> halfway all right this week we... is halfway mark after we finish Week nine. Okay. Okay. So I'm a bit presumptuous, but still crazy how fast it goes and then how long it takes to come back around. So we started off last week with a couple fun theoretical questions. I have another one for you guys that I think you're going to like. Okay. Okay. So right now you get to pick one player and one prop. And you have to pick the number of that prop, but it can't push ever. So it has to be a half point. Okay. One and a half, two and a half, et cetera. And so, for example, let's say you pick Peyton Manning, two and a half touchdowns. Before every season starts, you get to know the entire season, all 17 games that Peyton Manning plays, if he went over or under two and a half touchdowns. And you get that for the rest of time. So obviously when he retires, it'll be under every game. Which player and prop and number would you pick to be the most profitable? Lifetime profit. So it can't ever hit directly on it. Yep, you right? can't ever push. Right. Yeah. So you have to pick a half. And the goal is to have. Okay. What um, piece of info would allow you to make the most money for the rest of your life? I would probably go with knowing the over or under. Of what player and what stat? Yes. One a player. <laughs> well, I, I would pick a player who's really good, who's very consistent. Probably like a, a guy like Patrick Mahomes and over under touchdowns is probably a really good one because that's not going to be a run first team while he's playing there, you would think. So having you know either passing yards or passing touchdowns or something i think would be a pretty good indicator of whether they're going to cover spread or not you know yep i think that's a good one thinking like 
Tyreek Hill passing yards. Pa- Interesting. Passing yards. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> hey, he has done it before. So he has. Receiving yards. Receiving yards. So I'm thinking you want to pick somebody young because you want this to last as long as possible. Right. And you got to pick somebody that's going to play a long time. Usually quarterbacks play a long time. What about punters? What about you pick a young punter you think will be in the league 20 years from now and you say you'd have to look up you know how many punts relates to so many points you know if a team punts six times they usually score less than 20 points and so you set the number at five and a half and then whatever team that punter is on you can bet team totals over under you'd bet that prop obviously you can probably bet touchdowns uh, you could probably bet the spread if a team's going to punt six times a game. I think you got to go with quarterbacks gets... or punters, though. Yeah, definitely. You're definitely not right. running backs. Definitely not tight ends. I was going to say the only problem with that is that kickers get traded and punters as well fairly regularly. But but that's I mean, okay because that's be okay. Yeah, team, I wasn't. Right? Yeah. Right, I wasn't thinking necessarily about that. I was thinking like franchise guy, like that. Yeah, squad. Yeah. But um, I like it. It's an interesting thing to think about. This, this is one of those. I think if we come back to it next week, we'll have really good answers. <laughs> we'll think about it all week. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, how'd we do last week, boys? My goodness. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, actually, it, it, in terms of our five spot picks, dude, mm. I have no idea how I did. I I know I missed Monday night because I am pretty sure I called the Bengals to win um, or to cover. So I lost that. That's for sure. But our mega contest, I feel like I did okay. So that's good. Yes. <laughs> so pod picks overall, we went five hundred. Okay. Um, Corey one and three, Stefan two and two, and I went three and one. (laughs) I got lucky on my choice game. Kind of got it at the end. Oh, yes. Thanks to McLaurin. Oh, got to bleep that out. Can't say Redskins anymore. Can't run office anymore. The commies plus three. Yeah. Commanders. Yeah. What was my solo win? What, What did I get? Baltimore. Ah, yeah. yeah. yeah Thursday okay. night. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was a good call. So. Yeah. Easier to call those after the fact, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Oh, man, I killed it on that one. The other three wasn't so good. But, <laughs> but that one was great. Oh, that one was better than you guys did. So. Well, Stefan, you lost <laughs> two agree. spots on that Thursday night game. One spot to each uh, Hell so yeah. You also lost one spot to me on Sunday night, barely. The Packers uh snuck in there to cover. Oh yeah, those two picks. <laughs> right at the end zone. That and, was great. <laughs> yep. And Corey, you lost two spots on Monday night. 
One to Stefan, one to me. Woohoo! Do we have an update on spots? I don't want to hear it if we do. I I haven't updated in a few weeks. I need to do that. So no, I don't. Like, a lot of spots out there. A lot, a lot of spots. spots. Yeah, I haven't of updated of it since spots. since week four. I'll do that for next week. <sighs> and See, mega contest. Up all the spots. <laughs> mega con. I collect a ten percent tax on every spot. <laughs> the mighty vig there yeah um mega contest great week our second best of the season we went 72 percent, 18 out of 25 lordy our group sets both won four games and Corey had the same picks as the group set so he also won four games smart and guy myself and stefan each won three because we tinkered we tinkered away yeah stuck with the value that we got on tuesday yeah and it's a great strategy you had four games that you got value on and you won four of them yep my how that works yeah. yep that's right I almost tinkered and switched browns for Bengals, but we had some value Ooh. on it and i was like you know what let's just keep it just in case and thank goodness i did because whoo Four and one's a lot better than three and two. <laughs> I yes. could tell that one was killing you because you were just kind of quiet the whole yeah. week. I was like, <laughs> I think he wants to take the Bengals, but I don't think he's going to change it. Nope. Because um, he likes the, we had it at plus four, right? Yep. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So Zach, <laughs> let yes. me ask you a question. Okay. Uh, if you took the Bengals last night, let's just say that you said exactly they're they're going to win exactly by three. What would you set the line at? I don't understand the question. I would if set it at three. Going... <laughs> I'm sorry. What would you set the odds at? Oh, for the Bengals to win exactly by three? Yes. Um, Six percent, seven percent. Really? Yeah. And the spread's three and a half? Um, yeah, because I think games land on three like ten, fifteen percent of the time, and I just split that in half. That's how I got to that number. But you're right, when the spread is closer to three, it's probably more than that. But I wouldn't go over I'd say between seven and fifteen percent. Okay. Interesting. What about you? <laughs> uh, around eight to one. You know, I would bet a song is... on it is what I would do. So that. Okay. A song. Yes. Tell me <laughs> which yeah. song. Can I guess? How about this song? Let's ask Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was there was a bet on this game. It, it wasn't that. I actually bet money and lost, which is fine. But I also had a bet with uh, Adam Leo. Mm -hmm. He is a native Clevelander. Clevelandite. Um, yes, Clevelandite, I believe is. I believe Lind, yes. Anyways, he was itching to bet on this game. And I told him like flat out, I was like, ugh, 
Man, just looking at the Brown stats, like I'm not really comfortable betting against him. He's like, well, I'll take the Bengals. I was like, all right, I'll take I'll take the Browns minus three and a half. Or sorry, plus three and a half. And he goes, um, well, we could bet money and that would be fine. Or we could make it interesting and we can reenact a TikTok video. Oh no. And so there's I don't, this TikTok. I don't. <laughs> no, it's it's completely PC. It's one I like where, where this um, is going. Yeah, so he's like, there's this video of um, the 007 theme song. So it's this guy, he's like, hey, uh, I just need a simple um, little song to play during the 007 pause scene. And the guy's like, like this? And it starts playing the theme music. And they're like, the golden eye one. They're like, they're like going crazy <laughs> on it. So we have to, he's got whoever lost him. Uh, has to reenact it and he, they're posting it he's posting it to um the what's that platform called uh i wanted discord. to say slack but it's not discord. there it's discord discord yeah, discord, yeah. <laughs> I, for some reason i just blank on that sometimes but yeah he's posting it to the discord when he records it so look gold to uh come gold i'm excited for that yeah <laughs> Very, well, very Stephen, excited. Stefan, by the way, eight to one is twelve and a half percent. So that's like about where I was. Yeah. 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 When you okay. said like five or six, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is a big difference. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I was like twenty to one. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was thinking do... it would be about ten ten to one. And but I don't like, I don't know. Just guessing. No, I think that's a good guess. I think uh, people would overestimate that big time. Like uh, a regular person would be like 30% of the time. Yeah. Not a special person like you, like a regular person. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, on the blush. season... On the season in the mega contest, you are leading the way out of all of us with 26 yeah. wins, 65% win rate. You Ooh. are in, for some reason, they take away the rankings. So I texted it to you guys. I think 163rd place is what I said. I think it was something like that, 176. Yeah. Something. Yeah. So the Three day they, as soon as they post the new lines, the rankings go away for some reason. Um, I don't know mm. what what's going on with that, but... I don't have the rankings for the rest of us, but I'm right behind Corey at 25 and a half wins, 64%. And then Stefan and one of our group sets is tied at 25, 63%. So all those are within one game. That's great. And then our other group set is 23, 58%. I am super happy with where we're at. I didn't think we'd cash in any of these. I just wanted one to like have a chance at the end of the year. This is a really good introduction, and I think we've, I think we started out with a really good strategy, and I think we're just kind of like refining that. So next year is going to be very interesting when we do this. Yeah, next year each of us are going to get five sets each. Yeah, proof of concept is there. So because I, there's some, yeah, there's some strategy you can do if you can control all five. Right. Um, Especially if you're going after the quarters, there's quarterly prizes. You know, you could just pick five random games and take either side of that. And 
whichever spreads move in your favor, you keep those and then you just pick other games. Yeah. Mm. Yep. I'm sure people have all sorts of crazy strategies for this. But we're fumbling our way through it. We're getting a little lucky. We're we're picking good, good sides that have good closing line value. That's our only advantage. <laughs> yeah. But that's a big advantage. And that's it like is a huge play, advantage. Playing the cards yeah. that are in front of you. That's right. That's right. All right. You guys want to hear my picks this week? I really oh. do. I'm so anxious to hear it. Yeah. So Best last week. Yeah, last week was probably my least confident I've been all season, and we did good. This week is probably my second least confident. So, oh, I don't like um, that. There is one primetime game I've selected. Okay. Do you want me to announce that now or wait until we get to it? Yeah, announce it. Why not? Okay. First game. Bills at Jets. Bills are favored by 13. Who do you guys think I took? Uh, Probably the Bills. I am going to go with Jets. Yeah, I took the Jets. Um, Love their defense. 13 points is a lot. The Bills are by far the best team. If we stick with this one, it's just... Don't watch it and hope. Yeah. (laughs) Hope the Jets get a backdoor. I don't... I don't love it, but I think 13 is too many. Well, and we saw on Sunday kind of like, I know Green Bay didn't look great, but their game plan was really good. Like I, I really respected their game plan of keeping the ball, trying to keep possession as long as possible, slow them down. Don't let them get into a rhythm. And they covered uh, because of it. So yeah, it was still a 10 point difference. Yep. And there's a lot of there was a lot of luck on that. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But um it'll be it'll be really interesting how how that plays out. Yeah. All right, next one. Colts at Patriots. Patriots at home favored by five and a half. Thoughts who I took here. Patriots. I think you went Patriots as well. Like I think they're due a win at home and they have not I don't think they've won at home all season. I love, love, love the Patriots right now. In fact, I think I've been picking or betting them for like the last three weeks. Um they're a better team than the Colts, but I took the Colts um too many points and Patriots struggle against mobile running quarterbacks, which the Colts now have, although we didn't really see it last week. Um but he is a running quarterback. I think we'll see some design runs this week. Um, yeah, I just think five and a half is too high. I think that line will come down. Love it. Next, next one Raiders at Jaguars and the Raiders are favored on the road by one and a half. And I think you guys are thinking I probably took the Jags cause you know, I've been on the Jags train for a few weeks. No, you're probably thinking Raiders for a bounce back. You know, you're probably thinking people are going to pick the Jags because it looks off because of that. Um, being shut out last week, but I'm guessing you took Jags. I would assume. Or, I mean, Raiders. By, by your statement, yeah, you're going Raiders. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and this is Jags. Oh, oh. I, I hit do. that with my elbow. I do. But I, mean... <laughs> I believe. I think, I think we are taking the Raiders for sure now. 
Wow, that's a... <laughs> oh. <Whew. laughs> incredible. Ooh, what's your sign? Um, yeah, I went with the Raiders. Jags coming back from London. Raiders just played... Who did they play? Uh, Saints. East Coast. New Orleans, yes. Um, they're staying on the East Coast. Um, somewhere in Florida, I believe. I love when teams do... Do that week stay over on the east or west coast. It allows for some bonding. Jacksonville flying back from London didn't take their bye. Don't know why. Um, yeah, and like you said, Corey bounced back spot. So Raiders minus one and a half. I would have liked to see them as underdogs. I thought they would have been. I bet they opened as underdogs. Yeah. Um, okay. Next game, Vikings at Commanders. And I took the Vikings minus three and a half. I think if Vegas keeps laying these low numbers for the Vikings, I'm going to keep hitting them until they they show some respect. Um, Vikings are number one in adjusted EDSR this season. Um, I know a lot of people think that they've had some some fake wins and they're maybe not as good as their record shows, but I actually disagree. So this one I didn't take on a line move. This one was a pure handicap. I think Minnesota is going to destroy Washington, who is off a win. And they've got Taylor Heineke at quarterback who will throw interceptions at any given time. So, yeah, I like this pick. Yeah, and the Commanders were on, uh, I mean, they got the win on a very lucky end-of-the-game play, and they were against a brand-new quarterback, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So He had never started. Completely different. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Why is Minnesota getting no respect? I don't know. You think it's it's the, it's the, the Kirk Cousins down? Their division I, is not good. <laughs> I mean, it could be partially division. It could be strength of schedule. Um, but I think it comes down to. I feel like most people just don't think Kirk Cousins is that dynamic of a quarterback. So even though they're playing good, smart football and, and winning, you know, games, they're just not getting the same respect that, you know, the chiefs would get, or the bills are getting. I think he's the most convincing quarterback this season. One of, yeah. And he's, I don't want to say he's always been like that, but like a 5,000 yard passing season is not out of the question for him. Like he does that. He, he definitely is a good quarterback. They they have played a very easy schedule, Corey. That's a great point. Their uh, fourth quarter win share is four games, and they've won six. Mm. Um, turnovers, they've benefited massively from. So I see where people are coming from, but I don't think their offense is getting enough credit. I mean, yeah, they put out some huge performances this year. Their only real bad game on offense this year was at New Orleans. So, Are they involved and- in one of the trades? They... Trade. They got or... Hawkinson. They got Hawkinson. <laughs> or they yeah. got Hawkinson. That's right. Yeah. That's or right. Smith's on IR. That's why. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a great trade for him. Then I did not even think uh, about yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Wow. So he's gonna play gonna this week, certainly. Right. For sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. But he's probably not gonna run a lot of routes. You wouldn't think. Well, and. The other thing to consider, the strength of schedule is going to be pulled down just because they're in the worst division. 
I'd well, say in the NFL. Yep. They're and playing I, a lot against those teams. Yeah, that's a good point. So their schedule so far this year, games they've played is 27th and the rest of the year it's 16th. So it does get harder, but not significantly. <laughs> they get well, to play both. Game well, you know, I almost yeah. just said they get to play both New York teams. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, you mean the that's not such a luxury. historically, historically, <laughs> yeah. that's been an easy path. Mm-hmm. What's the Giants' record now? Are they? Oh, they, they win five and two. Five and no, two. they were six. They were six and one, six right? And, so are they six so and two? Six and two. Wow, Dude, that's <laughs> insane. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, you guys ready to get into Thursday night football? I'm ready. Ready. Okay. Let me get there. Let me get there. We've He's got there. <laughs> we've got Philadelphia at Houston. And I'm seeing the spread Eagles on the road favored spread by yeah, spread Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia spread <laughs> minus 13 and a half. Over under 45, we keep seeing this these lower totals with big point spreads for the Eagles. Um, Eagles, let's see. They, ooh, yeah, they played Pittsburgh last week. Corey and I missed on that one, unfortunately. Uh, big win. Big win for the Eagles there. Um, in the advanced stats, not a great offensive performance. One of their worst ones of the year. Great performance by their defense. Um, going into Houston. God, how are they almost two touchdown favorites on the road? Whew. We know what happened to Houston last week. Um, that final score does not really reflect how the game went, but they lost to Tennessee um, 17 to 10, only by a touchdown. They, their offensive performance in early down success rate, four percentile. Over the last three and a half seasons, um, their defense played about average. So, Corey, what are we doing here? Thirteen and a half points. You going? You going with the the favorite? We're flying. We're flying. Definitely. Um, I know that seems absurd with how many points we're dealing with, but we're also dealing with the PFF graded second worst defense, um, and the offense just hasn't shown that they can get it done. Um, Eagles, they're. Um, Variance on downs is exactly where you want it to be. Um, I was looking at it earlier, and third and fourth down success rate is at 49%, which is not over the top. It's also not due to get better. It's really just right where you would want it. Um, And with a bad defense like we saw against Pittsburgh, I I think we're going to see a pretty dominating performance. Okay. Stefan, do you agree? Uh, yeah, I do agree for the same reasons. Um, the Texans, I've got them as the 32nd uh, offense and the 29th, uh, they're 29th in pass and rush um, yards season long. The Eagles are have the third best defense, which the Eagles, we don't talk too much about their defense. defense. Um, but Lordy, I mean, I just, 
I think the Texans could get blown out here. They might not score a single point. And I think that just sets the Eagles up for a massive one. Lordy. Lordy, Lord. So you're going to go against them, right? And us. Oh, Zach, definitely. He loves yeah. those fat spreads. Yeah. I do. I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm really struggling with this one. Um, I'm just trying to make an argument here for the Texans if I can. Their you fourth quarter win share is almost three if we round up, 2.71. So a game and a half over their actual record. Oh, they did tie one game, though. So really only one game above. Um, they haven't really been hurt. In fact, they've benefited from turnovers this year. Oh, man, I don't think I can make an argument for them. <laughs> Philadelphia has really uh, benefited from turnovers, but they are an incredible team. So let me just share why I like these big spreads. When a team going into the fourth quarter is up by double digits, um, they almost always lose the fourth quarter, just the fourth quarter, right? Makes sense. You, yep. you know, um, so what if the Eagles are up by 20 going into the fourth? Like, I don't, I would, I wouldn't feel safe with the 13 and a half point spread, maybe against Houston. <laughs> Is Houston that bad? I guess they are. Well, I'm going to take they're Philadelphia. Not, they're not good. Okay. <laughs> so all three of us are taking a 13 and a half point favorite. This is not, we're going to lose for sure. <laughs> so let's not put it in our, in our mega contest. Can I take a one spot against all of us? Yeah. I did not put this game in the mega contest. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. All right. Sunday night. Oh, I think I have, I have something for that. I don't I don't know. Hey, Sunday night. <laughs> almost had a heart attack. Great. That's so loud. It's so loud. Lordy. We need Lordy. a sound engineer. Lordy. <laughs> Lordy. Bless your little heart. <sighs> this game, this game is in the mega contest. We've got Titans going to Kansas City. Kansas City currently favored by 12 and a half. The over-under is 46 and a half. And Tennessee, uh, we already talked about that. They they won last week in Houston, should have won by more than seven. And Kansas City, off a bye. Uh, prior to that, they had that incredible offensive showing in San Francisco, winning 44 to 23. So I'll just start by sharing that our mega contest pick is the Chiefs, minus 12 and a half. Fat spread, hate putting that in a mega contest, but um, I think I think this is a lock and Kansas City's going to roll again. Stefan, what do you think? Well, uh, have you all checked the <laughs> forecast in Vermont? No. Well, it's a little snowy. Oh, boy. Yeti is coming out. <laughs> We saw we saw him emerge last week. I'm talking about Derek. Henry. He looked so good last week. Um, I I just think the Chiefs. That's a lot of points, and 
historically when you see that high of points the chiefs struggle and that might be completely fabricated it just feels like it i actually completely made that up it just (laughs) sounded right at the time i watch Uh, a lot of football (laughs) so i i'm gonna take the titans with that massive spread okay Corey. so man talk to me i yeah i hate to talk about a big spread and totally agree with you and say yep let's let's ride on thursday night but man another big spread with a team that is coming off their bye correct um yep andy reed off a bye andy reed off the bye how is his performance ats off the bye do you have a clue of that 738 no i don't know um i think Uh, i was really impressed i think it's (laughs) i think it's good i don't know that for sure i just i think it's too high with them coming off the spread i would also love to have the stat on how mobile rookie quarterbacks do their second week uh performing with uh malik of course at Mm -hmm. uh, for tennessee Mm -hmm. um remy malik yep malik correct what do you want to know from on the um ats after a buy like how far back um, yeah. I mean, recent history. So, like, you know, two years. All of Andy years. Reed's career. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, since 2018, Kansas City is four and three. 57%. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fine. Well, that's not um, enough games, but we'll yeah. Yeah, but honestly, it, it's showing near 500, and with a, a spread this big, I doubt that they're all this large of a spread off the buy. Um, so I got to go with the Titans, not as much because of Derrick Henry. I think he did have, obviously, a really great breakout season game. Well, really, it's three weeks in a row that he's had a good game. Um, it's more just that I think with Malik Will- Willis, right? Last name, I think. Remy um, Malik. Remy Malik. Very close. Very close. <laughs> um, it should be fairly dynamic, I think. And yeah, I, I don't think the Chiefs are going to be able to cover the spread. Uh, in the past, sorry, and then I'll be done. They are coming off of a really big score, 44 versus 23 against San Francisco. Um, but beyond that, there's not been another game aside from the Cardinals in week one, where they exceeded 12 points. Um, and against the Cardinals, it was 44-21. Every other game has been much, much closer. There was one 10-point game in the mix. The rest were all by a field goal or less. Um, so, yeah, let's go Titans. All right. I'm going to give some numbers here. I don't think it matters because I think we all agree Kansas City is obviously a better <laughs> team than Tennessee, right? It's just is the spread too big or not, but right. Tennessee um, turnovers this year, they are plus 1.3 games on turnovers recovered and minus 0.3 games on turnovers given. So if you do the math there, that's one entire game just due to turnovers that Tennessee has won. So let's take their record from five wins to four. Um, their fourth quarter win share is even with their five and two record. Uh, they played a, a league average schedule so far this year. 
And if we move down to Kansas City, their fourth quarter win share is six. They've won five games. And if we look at their turnover um, wins here, looks like they're close to even. They've won net 0.2 games from turn, 0.15 games from turnover. They have played the third toughest schedule in the league this year. And what else? I had one more thing. Oh, um, one thing that makes me a little nervous about Kansas City is if we look at our first and second early downs versus late downs, Kansas City is performing better on third and fourth down than they are on first and second. That um, will not carry through to the end of the season, likely, although they do have the one quarterback that could (laughs) make that happen in Patrick Mahomes. But I think that'll regress. So Kansas City has been hot recently. And uh, besides Buffalo, I'd say they're by far the best team in the NFL. Are they due for a cool down or not? Um, I don't know, but I'm going to stick with them 12 and a half. And looking at my board so far, I'm disgusted. Philadelphia minus 13 and a half, Kansas city minus 12 and a half. That's what I got so far. <laughs> I need to, I need some big dogs. Yeah. You need some chalk over there, aren't you? I am at all. That's okay. Nice and dry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Monday night football. Scroll beyond it. We've got, um, is it Baltimore, New Orleans? That's right. Two and a half point spread, 47 and a half over under. Baltimore's on the road, minus two and a half. And Baltimore off of the Thursday night game. Interesting, they go Thursday to Monday. And then they're on a bye. They play one game in 23 days. That's wow. crazy. Wow. One game in 23 days. Um, I I don't think I've ever I, – I never remember a team going from Thursday night to Monday night into a bye. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they're in Tampa Bay, and they won that game Thursday night. And now they're going to New Orleans, who just handed it to Vegas 24-0. Yeah. Yes. So, Corey, what are you thinking? This is the toughest one for me um, because obviously New Orleans looked great. PFF has their offense and defensive rankings literally back to back. Um, Just flip flop. New Orleans is 13th in defense. Baltimore's 14th. Baltimore's ninth in offense, 10th for New Orleans. So that's basically a wash if you're just looking at at the pure PFF stats. Um, Beyond that, if we're looking at, at efficiency and downs, um, let's see. New Orleans is kind of performing very similar to how the Chiefs and um, Philadelphia, Philadelphia specifically, is is almost identical. So 46% first and second down, 49% third and fourth. Um, I want to roll with New Orleans again, I think. Um, but man, momentum for Baltimore. I, I, I really like, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and stick with the saints coming off of a really big game. They're at home. Um, and yeah, they, they have that extra base rest. Yeah. Do it. Thanks. All right, Stefan. Um, I'm going to go the other side. I like the Ravens here. Um, 
think they're one of the best teams in the NFL. And they just got Roquan Smith, who is possibly a difference maker. I imagine that he'll get some time in the field. He's ranked uh, one of the top uh, 100 uh, NFL players uh, this past year. Um, really all I got to say about it, I think the spread's a little too low. If you switched it up, um, it'd be Ravens minus six and a half at home, which makes sense. I think the line, um, you know, I, I think I'm going to take the Ravens under a field goal almost every time it's given. Except for last week when I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I lost. So, <laughs> And Andy Dalton is still starting for New Orleans, yes? I think that's the plan, but nothing definitive yet. <clears throat> I... I love Baltimore here. Um, fourth quarter win share, six and a half wins. Their current record is five and three. Um, their top 10 in EPA and early down success rate. They played the fourth toughest schedule <laughs> in the NFL this season. After this game, they've got a bye. And you know what their strength of schedule is for the rest of the year? The oh, easiest, like schedule, yeah. easiest schedule in the NFL. I am loving, loving my Ravens to win the Super Bowl bet, although they have to go through the, the Bills and the Chiefs. Um, but um, I, I think this team is set up for success the rest of the year. They lost some games they probably shouldn't have. Um, you know, New Orleans has been playing well, and they're probably better than a three-win team. Their fourth quarter win share is 3.7. Uh, they played a fairly easy schedule. Their schedule gets tough the rest of the way. They have really been hurt by turnovers. They've lost one entire game to turnovers this year. That's I mean, crazy. So you're looking, you're looking at a four, four and a half, five win team. They should be. Um, I just think Baltimore's too much, and I think they're getting better. So I'm, I'm with Stefan, and I'm also gonna, gonna take Baltimore minus two and a half. Are we doing uh, one spot on that? I'd like to, yes. I think... Um... <laughs> yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> All right. We got there. That's <laughs> How fine. do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's the official one. I don't want this... No, no, I don't want that nonsense <laughs> in here. I need the official soundboard giving my tunes. Corey, are you interested in three spots? I'm not, no. <laughs> <laughs> Feel good Thank you for asking, one. though. <laughs> I might switch. I might switch um, one of my mega contest picks to Baltimore. It's not going to get up to three, though. Um, so I don't see us getting value. And I'm nervous about last week after tinkering. Um, you know. It's Should still tinker. early. Shouldn't have tinkered. Tink tinkering right now makes no difference. <clears throat> oh, okay. Choice game, boys. Who's got a big one? Need I a big a pretty banger big here. All right, Corey. Got a pretty big one. Uh, the over-under doesn't say it, 42 and a half. Um, but we are talking about Tampa Bay at home, favored by three um, against the Rams. The LA Rams, who have disappointed this year. They are three. 
three and five. Tampa Bay's three and five. Um, sounds right. right. Both three and five. Sorry, I'm looking it up right now. Three and four because of a buy. Um, that makes sense. So I think we're going to start to get some positive regression for the Rams. Um, this spread, I know it doesn't look big, um, but I think it's pretty big for two teams that are pretty underperforming. Um, early down success rate, we are seeing LA at 25th, um, which is pretty darn bad. Um, and they've played a pretty tough schedule as well. Uh, a lot of division matchups, and I think their division is pretty good with Seattle, San Francisco. They've played San Francisco twice, Arizona as well. Um, and Buffalo in the first week. So I think we're going to start to see the offense move a little bit better on the other side of the ball, the three and five Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady is getting divorced and you can tell in his performance. <laughs> um, <laughs> that makes a difference, yo. Um, it, it, man, you know, from I, experience, yeah. from experience, it's, it's I, just I not great. <laughs> did your, let me ask, this will help my analysis. Stefan, did your performance at work improve? Or oh, no. was it really bad? Right? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, I bet if it was a more physical position, though, he would be pretty good. But it, there's been statistics to show that um, big emotional events for um, non-physical positions, fairly like quarterback and such uh, do not have as big of an impact. So um, anyway, back to real analysis, they are currently seventh in early down success rate um, and have, they're supposedly going to have a pretty easy strength of schedule going forward. I think they're seeing this as a easier um, game, but three points is too high. I'm going to go with, uh, with LA to cover that and Whoa. Out, outright win the game. I, the whole time I thought you were going to Tampa Bay. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, I I, I think LA is going to have some positive regression. I was saying with their early down success oh, rate, and I, okay. I think I think Tampa Bay is going to have some negative um, regression just with everything going on with Tom Brady. The offense has not looked that great. Uh, Corey, <laughs> Corey, will you take a uh, two spot on that? No, I'll take a one spot though. Okay. Um, hmm. so it's funny because you, I thought you were going with Tampa Bay and I was like, Ooh, Ooh, I like the Rams. And I started looking at some of my notes and I was like, Oh no, 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 no. He's right. Like Tampa Bay is definitely the right side here. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm with Stephanie. You, you got a one spot always, baby. <laughs> Sweet. Love it. Hey, you shouldn't have tinkered. You should have stuck with your guns and said LA cause they're going to show up. <sighs> That is my instinct, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know about Cooper that. Cup, Cooper Cup might not play. Oh, he's going to play. Oh, okay. Might be a good week to leave him home, you know, rest in California. I'm pretty sure he's going to play. It didn't look like it was <laughs> I'm just a big kidding. injury, I right? Think he, I think he has played. I, I mean, if he's not, I hate this pick. <laughs> yeah, like, you look at who he wants to pass, Matthew Stafford wants to pass to, and it's like – Higby and Cup, and th he did actually get Allen Robinson in a lot more this past week. But dude, it's like Cup all the way. Yeah, it really is. All right, Stefan, your choice game. 
Yeah, I uh, want to look at the Packers-Lions game. Uh, over under 50, Packers minus three, coming off of a four-game losing streak, which is insane. You can tell that there's a lot of emotions in uh, the Packers. It looks like um, Rodgers probably went home and beat his dog. Uh, he was not happy. <laughs> that's not nice. To I think do. I got to bleep that out. Yeah, that's he had a <laughs> very, very tense look on his face. And I think what we're seeing is there's a lot more pressure being put on the Packers to perform, obviously, but they're really get, getting into the mentality of, you know, if you're not going to perform, we're not going to give you an opportunity. And you saw that mostly in how they were running it. I think it's partly game script, but partly because that's really all they, they can depend on. Well, if you look at the Lions, they're awful against the rushing defense. Um, and just overall uh, defense is down. So if the Packers are going to have a bounce back game, I think this is, it's now or never. With a spread that's that low, um, and they're in the same division, it's not like they haven't played against each other a bunch. See this as a as a way for the Packers to get back on track. So I'm taking the Packers minus three. Yeah, I like it. I looked at, at this game as my choice game too, but I didn't pick it. Packers in adjust in adjusted EDSR. Um they're sixth and the lions are 21st. And one thing I love to see is comparing the early down success rate to the EPA. Um, and EPA takes into account big plays. So you could be having a bad game, but if you have three 99 yard touchdowns, like your EPA is going to look huge. And if we look at Green Bay, they're sixth in adjusted early down success rate and 23rd in adjusted EPA. So they're just not getting those big plays. And um, Detroit, 21st in early down success rate, 20th in EPA. So they're kind of they're kind of matched there. But Green Bay's due for some regression on on that EPA. They're they're having tons of success. They just need to <laughs> to get a couple big plays in there. Um, yep. they're due. They're due. I like it. They are due. Um, I might call you on a spot on this one. Follow along uh, with me real quick, if you don't mind, because I, yeah. I was I was going to say automatically, but I, I am looking at the defenses a little bit more in depth. Their strength of schedule. It, I don't know what it looks like statistically, but as I'm looking at it, it seems a bit harder than I actually was originally thinking. They played Vikings, Bears, Buccaneers, Patriots, Giants, Jets, Commanders and Bills. Um, this is uh, Green Bay or Green Bay. Or... Yep. Okay. Green Bay. And I was going to start talking about Aaron Rodgers, who has been under 300 yards every single game, has not broken that. Um, he's only broken 250 yards twice, I think it is. Uh, passing yards, that is. And he's playing the Lions, whose defense typically gives up a lot of yards to the quarterback. But if he's just straight up not able to do it, 
which it seems like with the offensive weapons, he is not able to this year. They become a more run heavy team, a little bit more grittier. Um, It definitely worries me. But as I looked back on it, the defenses, the Jets defense is a lot better than we thought. The Giants, much, much better. Patriots, Buccaneers, all these defenses are much better than what we would have anticipated, I feel like. So kind of thinking through it and talking through it before just an initial gut reaction, I like to pick more. So I'm not going to call you on a spot, I don't think, but that's a risky one. You should. I... Just I was it, really man. tempted to because three points and Detroit is <laughs> definitely due for a win. Um, it's easy money, man. Free money, some might say. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for letting me talk through that, though, before I make a mistake. Hey, you're not welcome. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about the over in this game? So just looking at both these teams on offense um first and second down their success rate is much higher than third and fourth down so if that regresses they should have some more success on third and fourth down um what is the over under 50 oh it's high (laughs) detroit has well i think they're fourth in um yards per game this year so they've had a great offense but is the packers defense good or not a lot of people have them ranked number one coming into the season but they have not been playing well yeah, I don't know, this could fly over like, fifty. Well, I, I like the, the under. I like the under too. The Lions lost one of their weapons, T.J. Hawkinson, which probably bailed them out. I don't. I really don't know, mm. but it it definitely doesn't help them. Yeah, and, we should check the PFF grade on him. I don't know. Yeah, and the Packers with their performance last week on controlling the clock and really relying on the run game, I think there is. Uh, I would call it a success uh, for for last week. So I see them going I would more not. into that. <laughs> really? They I mean, they like lost. 200 yards against... <laughs> well, they did, of course, but they covered. And... Yeah, but they're not playing to cover. That's what people... They're not. They played a good game, though, didn't they? That, yeah, I mean, if you look at their... Second half. I think they had, they had over 200 yards of rushing, or maybe yeah. close to it. When I think that uh, I I think that Buffalo had held every other team to like eighty yards or like an average of eighty yards. So okay, here like you go. Significant uh, difference. Adjusted early down success rate. Green Bay's offense eighty eighth percentile in the last two uh, three and a half seasons. Their defense zero percentile. <laughs> wow. So their offense played a hell of a game. That's saying for last week. Yes. Really? Yep. Interesting. See, because it was second half where they got the two interceptions, right? So yeah. You'd, yeah. Um, you, this, you would think uh, that they would give a little bit more credit to the defense because they held. Yeah. That I, that's weren't the majority. Yeah. Weren't the majority of the points scored in the first half? Yeah, but adjusted EDSR takes out the any plays that are run when one team has a 90% chance to win. So Buffalo may have been there already. Yeah, that that makes sense. But even if we look at EDSR, which takes the entire game, Green Bay's offense was 80th percentile and their defense was 9th percentile. It's a little bit better. Yeah. 
Interesting. Lots so, Zach, do you like this one? Um, I, I would take Green Bay if I had a gun to my head. You have a gun to your head right now. I like Green Bay. All right. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, is my camera on? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I've got two choices of games. You guys know who I'm taking in that one. Corey, why don't you set up the Miami-Chicago game for me, and I'll tell you who I'm taking. I can do that. Miami is the visitors of the Chicago Bears. Um, the Bears are the at-home dogs of five points. There's a 45.5 point over-under right here, um, so it is implying... Um, to... Why am I blanking on this? 25 points for the Dolphins and 20 points for the Bears? Hey, I got there. Hey, hey. Thank you. Um, I, whew. What'd you say it was? Five and five. Uh, five points uh, spread. Five point. Oh, God. That's a lot of points for a road team. But I hate Chicago. <laughs> I think they are a very fraudulent three-win team. They are getting better. Um, and now they're getting Chase Claypool. And Correct. His um the his physical presence on the field doesn't make me as nervous as the team's uh philosophy to want to win this year. I thought Chicago was kind of giving up on the season, not tanking, because they want to see what they have in fields. But I thought this was a semi-tank season. Like, let's just roll with this team. Let's get a good draft pick. Um, I have a preseason bet on the Bears being the worst offense. This trade makes <laughs> makes me very nervous. It's not because the balls that Claypool's going to catch. It's because what the team wants to do this year. I think this trade shows that um, they think they have a chance to win the division, which they don't because Minnesota is going to run away with it. Um, and I, I still I still think Chicago is is one of the worst teams in the league and Miami's one of the best and I don't think the spread is enough even on the road. Um so I I think I got to take Miami minus 5. I like it a lot. That be a Miami looks great. <laughs> Do I still have a gun to my head? Oh. Wow. Oh no. We have <laughs> aggressive <laughs> oh daddy boy <laughs> that was great i was expecting that to be on the last podcast i didn't hear it oh it didn't we didn't close with that darn we closed with it but it i i thought you were gonna put it as the opener oh yeah maybe this week <laughs> maybe this week maybe <laughs> all right so what game are we most excited to watch this week it's a good question i don't think this week as as good as the last few weeks have been really good yeah card um, seattle seahawks should be really good yeah Cardinals have been was, looking awesome ooh, with nice Hopkins back. yeah yeah, yeah it's uh 50 and a half point over under 
Cardinals are favored by two. I love that one. I you know, I want to put it in the mega contest, but honestly, that's a it's a tough game, divisional matchup to bet on the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. Do you see the times on there too? We got uh, time change. Got to roll your clocks back. Get an extra hour of sleep. Gross. Why do Gross. we change it? Yeah, why do we change it? I, I'm I don't okay. Wanna... I'm okay with changing it this one and then just leaving it like that forever. <laughs> but give me that extra hour of sleep. I just don't. I don't want it to change. Like, I, that's I'm not this a farmer. weekend. Oh man. <laughs> It's got to be completely different having kids and going through a time change. Uh, it hasn't been that big of a deal, actually. Um, oh, I just okay. hate how it's so dark so early. Yeah. Yeah. That actually helps with the kids because they think it's like time for bed. So It's true. Mm. Their circadian <laughs> That's rhythm. Fair. Um, I don't know. What about Chargers at the Falcons? Like The Falcons have been exciting. Chargers we didn't get to see last week. Yep, they're on the road. I don't know. This is a pretty important game for the Chargers. Yeah, we just I, I, I just don't this. know what Chargers we're going to get. Like they haven't really been the Chargers of old. They haven't, but I feel like off a of bye, if they yeah. can get it going here, they'll be back in the conversation of a good team. I no know one, I mentioned I, coming, When's the last coming. time you heard somebody talk about the Chargers? Right. Right, exactly. Yeah. Justin Herbert's great. And I know I mentioned coming off the bye for the Chiefs earlier is a negative, but that's because the spread was so big. You know, three points. I know they're on the road, but still, that that's definitely achievable. That's just a field goal. Yeah. All right. And, Stefan, are the Bengals at home? They are. Uh-huh. Are you going to the game? Uh, right now, I am. You're trying I'm to sell them, aren't you? Well, uh, I'm I'm taking a work trip, and I I got to go out of town on Sunday. I got to go up to Detroit, so I would prefer to sell them. But if I don't, then I'm definitely going. Well, I bet you were disappointed that uh, Baker Mayfield is no longer the starter. Nope, I'm okay. Although <laughs> PJ Walker, Texas Ranger, threw the ball um 67 yards yeah which is the longest since they've tracked air yards oh you serious yes it's the longest throw since they've tracked it what yes i did not know that (laughs) uh it might be longest completion because i don't think they can track i don't know if they track air yards on non-completions either way it was the longest air yards Pat Mahomes said it was the best throw all season, and it's not even close. <laughs> like, not even close. Really? Yeah. Dude. I mean, throw was 60, 70 yards for a touchdown. To, to it was a dime. Game, and then PJ Walker, former XFL quarterback. That's amazing. So <laughs> Taylor Heineke, backup XFL quarterback. Wow. Not not as <laughs> relevant. Yeah. I mean he's a starter in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. At the not moment. relevant to this conversation. <laughs> I mean I like football. What you're yeah. <laughs> All right. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye.